So, welcome. Uh, I'll call this, can you live off the new land? Can I live, live off the new land? And this is of course about uh, strategy. It's about big picture thinking again. Uh, like the term living off the land. Obviously if you, if you hunker down and you have a homestead you might live off the land. It, that's not my situation. So I won't cover that. My situation is being a nomad, staying in Southeast Asia, not having a viable place to go back to even if I wanted because of uh, inflation and regulations and basically the West falling apart. Um, I have a good base here. I don't expect to move. I don't expect to be to have to move permanently. Uh, but I certainly expect that I might have to move a few months here and there. Um, and the question is, can I live off the land? Like the term is used, like armies used to live off the land. The army that was able to grab the resources as the way they were going was the one that made made that often won. Uh, a strategy could be to to like the burnt earth, burn everything, remove everything, so that the army that comes after you has nothing to live on, have to supply everything. But we live in new times. Um, I'm honestly happy to do any kind of work. I can be a carpenter, I could be a skipper, I can be a mechanic, I can drive anything. I can do most things in IT. But the problem is that because of decades of this beast, or at least this kind of fusion between the, the modern technocratic state in the West and, and corporations, and also and actually the welfare systems, um, you can't even talk about it, you can't even realistically meet new people while you travel across the physical actual land. Um, of course, it could be doable in in rural areas to to go to get stuck, to stick to a trade and and uh, build a network from there and be offline. But for most people, I think the online world is included in one way or another. Especially if you want to be really resilient. Um, I'm aiming to be and remain a digital nomad. I'm aiming to live off the land of the internet and uh, tie that in with as many contacts and on the ground as possible, as many alternate places to stay as possible. Um, but I will remain online uh, 12, 15 hours a day. And when this strategy is in place, it all makes sense. It all feels very motivating. It doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like a hopeless task. It doesn't. It doesn't drain me doing this for, for hours and hours. Because I I can see now that it's viable, and uh, some of the reasons for it being viable is things like uh, like Noster I've mentioned before, like um, unstoppable social networks where there are micropayments. Um, the fact that 
Bitcoin won't go away, the fact that uh, Monero is is going to be private money for the foreseeable future. That there are so many people who won't back down. There are so many people who understand what's going on. There is a openness about talking about things. There is a oh, like the the normie crowd that were more or less in control are now backing off, and they realize that well, there, there's been some major events where where they got the call wrong, and they might have been harmed themselves. So um, the last half a year or or so, it's it, the terrain has been opening up. It's it's been a completely different picture. And now with uncensorable media, uh, getting into that, uh, moving, being move, being able to move around in this terrain is 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 essential. Uh, finding and and following and uh, keeping in touch with the right contact will be very vital. Um, and then building a business, building some income, even if it's only donations or if it's micropayments, sharing content in uh, on networks, or if it's uh, like the one project I've got going, which is a distributed team again. If I have to go to back to Europe, I will combine this be this way of being online with with actual physical work. Uh, but here, it's it's not feasible for things reasons like work permits and, and um the 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 audience is not quite there for a a foreigner in these uh, countries uh, it's um, possible to set up workshops it's possible to do a lot of online coaching and um, training and courses and um, like development work and social media work for others and video productions photography whatever so obviously it has to be resilient too so um, uh, it makes sense for someone who intends to to live off the land of the new new changing landscape of, of this technocratic jungle I use these these analogies and metaphors <coughs> because I think if we use these metaphors and if we connect the the old way like the, the way our body and mind and in archetypes and fairy tales and this part of our mind is is at least 10 times uh, bigger than the the um, the rational um, visible verbal mind it helps us uh, get the right big picture, it helps us get the right strategies, it helps us keep the right focus, whatever comes. Um, it helps us um, be resilient and um, see the whole venture as something that we can uh, survive through and actually, actually thrive through. And um, I think it makes sense to announce that for most people, it makes sense to, to announce that, hey, I know that everything f fell apart. Um, I've always been suspicious of, of all of these systems. And then in 2020, everything went bananas and it's never going to come back. The landscape is completely changed. Uh, there are lots of black holes of uh, despair to fall into. Uh, but there's also very positive things, especially around not being censorable, being able to 
transact with anyone across the globe without anyone being able to stop us, which is Bitcoin and Monero and doesn't matter what kind of camp one is in. Uh, it has to be some quality. It has to. Yeah. Well, well, that is another discussion. It's the principle. The principle of being able to set up even the most improbable ways of starting to live off the land of the internet. That um, the movement online that that consists of actual people running all sorts of operations or social accounts or businesses or especially all of the people who have had enough fighting back completely dedicated to freedom and and connecting to do that when you can when you you live in that universe it might even be possible to make a full-time living in that universe, but if you don't make a full-time living, you'll get new contacts. It will be easier for you to get to the right contacts that can help you on the ground. Like, in my situation here, I know for a fact, because I've been doing a lot of networking, business networking and social media networking and mixing the two together, and that's why I was able to set up a couple of companies here and there, and that's why I... I know how to get these things off the ground, but I also, after taking this time out to analyze everything and get on with a new that will have to last for years, uh, I know what the response would be. Uh, I know that if I were to go out into the world here locally in the big city with LinkedIn and like a, like a business card and 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 a story like I'm one person doing this one thing and uh, I'm the best because of blah 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 all of this bullshit. I know that there will become a, there's the, all of these leeches and all of these no gooders and everything that has been dragging me at least down for for decades. It 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 is out there in droves. And then again, when you experience that this is not the case on Noster. That is because the right people, the people I'm talking about here, they are drawn to Noster. We are all in search of each other and a contact in this uh, network of people living off the land and never giving in. One contact is, is not only more worth than a hundred business contacts in corporations on LinkedIn, it's, it's quite probable that one contact on LinkedIn is uh, can be can drain the, the, the energy you get from like having 10 or 100 really good genuine contacts that stand for freedom because um, you might be led astray into some kind of project or you might get an opportunity to bill a lot and then you get completely bogged down with work and and there might be all of these regulations and KYC and uh, visas and work permits and whatever. And before you know, you'll, you're caught up in the same game again and you forget about those real genuine contacts you got and you, the expenses skyrocket because you need to move around a bit and you, you need to be active, you need to be out there and you can't just hunker down and live like a peasant like I've done. And... Um, you can't build something new while being yourself and just being a peasant and just holding, having an old motorbike and 
posting pictures of your dog. It's a, it is, um, it's a monumental, well, not monumental, it's a fundamental uh, choice to, to make. Uh, if you cut 99% of your exposure to legacy social media, you might keep some of it. I'm planning to keep some of it. I'm not going to delete my LinkedIn account because I'm going to build off, build up what I am doing uh, here. I want to build up this network to be so strong and I, my presence to be so strong, the content to be so strong and my own inner stance and, and my own dedication to be so strong that when I return to LinkedIn or Midspace, I'm someone not in the sense that they define it, not in the sense that Microsoft with all of this shit, the AI is pushing LinkedIn around or the way the uphold is manipulating the workforces on the planet. But 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 by being someone completely outside of it. And then I'm the one who calls the shot, like Oh, what you've been doing the the past years? And I like, well, I've been chilling out in Asia and I've been sharing a lot of content. I've been building a, a tiny team and I'm completely updated on freedom technology and um, I don't I don't need to be here. Just wanted to see what <laughs> you guys are doing and maybe I'll allow you into my new network if you show some some sign of not being completely swallowed up in the corporate game. So it's a, in that in that respect it's another another aspect where where turning the tables is uh, is also a good uh, way of thinking of it like uh, i did turn the tables on privacy and then social media during the last couple of years um, i've been digging so deep into privacy and uh, being anonymous that i can do things even do legal legally do things that shouldn't be possible uh, on a budget instead of having lots of lawyers around and, and throwing a lot of money on them and there are there are ways of doing it but it's it takes a lot of time uh, likewise it takes a lot of time to use the legacy social media to uh, push a message against their will push a me message against the the algorithms um, and I think that should honestly be low on the priority list of anyone who wants to, to build a new and uh, have a time horizon that is, is uh, like a career-like uh, projection forwards because um, cancellations and AI manipulation and uh, all of these things that uh, create a false and... Uh, Unsustainable world uh, will just get worse. So this is um, an approach, a, a way of thinking that um, it, if you do it as a mind shift, it might not even require much. If I was completely inside of the system now, I would probably just get an old extra phone and I would probably just set up accounts especially Noster and maybe Mastodon and uh, like these networks like Minds and Odyssey and 
you can use a APK downloader. You don't need to log in to Google ever, and you can just you can use a free VPN. And then you just build an, an alternate reality, an alternate persona on that phone. And you start sharing stuff, and you start registering, and you, you, you see it as your free time social media entertainment. And it, if you do it properly in an anonymous or pseudo-anonymous way, you can, you, can, you can feel free to share and say whatever you want, especially if you don't mix it up with existing accounts and existing phones and... You can see it as a separate op uh, separate project. Um, I have at least three separate projects because uh, I have the, the coder, programmer, super user, IT, entrepreneur, getting something on the web started background, which is it's not, as, not as deep as a developer. As uh, I'm more like a super user, so I can't just delve into one particular language, programming language and get very well paid job and then do the freedom fighting and, and uh, truth telling online as a side job. Um, I have another one as a photographer because I can never stop being a photographer. I've always been, actually, since the mid-80s. And um, through uh, the, the, the Hive, uh, blockchain online society, it's social media, it seems that um, it's possible to make some money, so I'll, I'll turn that into a daily event that occupies a few hours of doing that. And um, and this project, this account, is the weird one, it's the wild one, it's the all-encompassing one, and that's why I mention these. Uh, in the, for the other projects, they will probably be separate, and then I'll see which one... Uh, uh, works well, and um, and the case is that if I need to suddenly live off something completely different in a completely different location uh, in a year or two or three, I've got these uh, accounts grown up, uh, not grown up, but uh, they've been growing. I've be, I've got networks. I've got different profiles. People know me as slightly different versions of myself. Uh, not necessarily hiding anyone, anything or pretending to be someone else, of course not, but um, even though uh, the old world, the fiat world, has this insane tendency to view people as uh, one type of person only doing one type of work, it's um, it's very hard to, to, to assault people with like, hey, I'm I'm into Buddhism and reincarnation and whatever, and, and oh, by the way, I'm a coder, and I also enjoy building cabins and ripping engines out of cars, and I'm a photographer. Oh, and uh, yeah, my, my degree is, is in Oriental medicine. I used to work with that, and, and I see a lot of similarities between all of these fields, which is <laughs> what I do. I've always seen these. Uh, similarities and allegories and my experience is that you can use you can you can uh, transport learning from one field to another one far more easily and far more frequently than most people think it's just that we are programmed not to do so for different reasons uh, it might be planned or not who knows uh, but it seems that there is this uh, 
this glass ceiling that's like you shouldn't mix subjects you can't if you're a if you're a carpenter you can't use your the way you you you, you learned that to to learn acupuncture and if you're a programmer you can't learn how to be a photographer it's like completely different you have to change your personality almost it's it's not true and um, especially when you start synthesizing um, uh, concepts and then you start forming those concepts into like larger picture picture um, mental images um, it, it can it can snowball it can um, lead to a realization that there are different ways of uh, learning something that is completely new um, that can boost what you do um, when you get older and if you uh, spend too much time doing this big, big, big picture thinking and research and uh, unlimited uh, mental sketches that I've been doing for many years, uh, part of it is also being very ill for many years. It's um, If you mix that with, uh, with never stopping to learn, never stopping to figure out what the big picture is, you, you might end up in a situation where it's actually hard to focus on particular subjects, particular projects. Uh, but as an overall strategy, as a, a way of thinking, a mode of being, it's, uh, it certainly makes for a very good strategy for, for living off the land, of the changing land, like um, Everything we learn about connecting and using cryptocurrencies as payments directly and uh, avoiding uh, censorship and uh, standing up for, for what is free and what is right. It's, um, I see a lot of, of similarities between what's happening and what happened inside of the, the Soviet bloc uh, in the 70s and 80s as far as I know it. It's... Uh, so I think with the right thinking, um, it's not too hard to change this into into the offline world, or or vice versa. Uh, I think the general mode of um, making a living off the off the land as it as we move along, uh, online and offline mixing it, always looking for the right people, always uh, having as much integrity as you can or, or at least show that that's what you're trying to do is uh, is key. Um, if you do that for, for, for a few years and especially if you add in um, learning the social skills of uh, connecting and networking and, uh, Communicating around your attentions, which is a is a major thing with uh, business networks, uh, especially the the non-corrupt like the, the in the West. If you if you're in a, a state that has intense welfare to the degree where you you can't even avoid it if you want, uh, and then you you, you realize that. 
in any business setting, there is always funding from corporations or the state or indirectly, or there's very little real, completely independent um, uh, businesses uh, left. The, the networking and um, the connections you get are far lower quality, it's far easier to get astray, it's far easier to get bogged down if you're in a, an environment that like here in Asia it's not it's not completely unheard of that people have a good time in a large corporation paying all the bills and just coasting along but the degree of small to medium sized businesses is much higher. The, the degree that the people you meet are able to take independent decisions on on their own for their businesses for their purchases much much higher so the the quality goes up the the challenge goes up and um, for this other project building a team my ambition is to start making money in bitcoin in the bitcoin sphere delivering services products uh, and that's making money in the hardest money that exists. At, if you don't go along with that thought, at least everyone in that crowd has that uh, mental image and totally agree on that, on Bitcoin being the hardest money. So it's it's a it's a hard sell against a hard currency from people who don't take any bullshit, and uh, all of them are fed up with with all kind of fakery and whatever has been constructed the past decades of, of uh, fake fiat constructions and, and, and uh, fakery. So it looks like the hardest sell uh, possible. It looks like the most improbable way of living off the land. Uh, but in my experience through the years, it is completely different. I did a stint on, on mines with photography earning like minuscule amounts but that was yet was it was still the, the first time ever I got paid for doing exactly what I wanted not even a tiny gallery to, to take into account it's like can I hang this picture or that picture I just shared whatever I wanted and people people boosted it and and I got some micro payments and um, but with Noster and this will spread with Noster, I've got paid in, in, in micropayments in Bitcoin. But the first payment was for sharing the video of a, of a guy, fake video of a guy riding an ostrich in the in Rushvavos of Kazakhstan. That's my, my first payment from anyone in Bitcoin. And I've gotten paid to swear out and, and tell the world exactly what I think about uh, lawyers, uh, our cats and dogs are making a bit of money as as <laughs> as models they they probably earned a days of cat food by now uh, I related some of these uh, thoughts around uh, people not being censorable any longer to one of the posts of Jack Dorsey, who's the, like the ex-CEO of Twitter, and he sent me a micropayment. And 
where else do you do you experience that kind of direct interaction? People have sent me tiny amounts when I announce that I'm going to do things like a podcast and I announce I'm going to rebrand that uh, account and uh, people are cheering each other on and it's uh, yeah it's uh, it's micropayments but it doesn't matter because this is when it's being built this is when these relationships are being built this is a perfect opportunity to build a network of um, mutually well, not, you, you can't trust directly on every aspect, but this crowd, you can trust that they are in it for, for freedom, they are in it for the long haul, they are in it to be sovereign, they are in it to interact and transact in an open and, uh, in a, in a, as open way as possible, and all of them are personally working towards being, uh, to having as much integrity as possible, clarity, and and also, this is where the truth, truth is crowdsourced, crowdsourced. Uh, the new technological landscape is built and um, mixing oneself in with this early network and really going at it full bore I'm sure it, it, it will pay out very well for so many. Even if not in um, direct monetary terms, then in the network, uh, in network terms, and that can always be translated, exchanged into making a living. So that's all. Thanks and good luck.